0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: Today's program was brought to you by VisitNapaValley.com, the official page for travel to the Napa Valley, America's legendary wine, food, arts, and wellness capital. For more information, visit www.visitnapavalley.com. Good morning. You're listening to In The Drink on heritageradionetwork.org. I'm your host, Joe Campanelli, and today we have a really exciting show. We have two guests here today. Um, We have Blake Johnson uh, from Rosenthal Imports. Blake and I have worked together for seven and a half, eight years or so, um, since uh, one of the few people at... Uh, continued to work with that long of a time uh, in terms of uh, a a buyer and uh, sales wine sales uh, relationship, and it has been one of the best uh, relationships that that I can imagine. Blake is someone who truly loves and understands wine, and and knows uh, great wine. And uh, I think in the, our last tasting. I, I complained to Blake because every single wine that he brought I thought was delicious, and they're like there has to be something bad once in a while in your portfolio, but it's it's just not the case. Uh, anyway, Blake, thanks so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it.
2: Nice to be here. Thanks, Joe.
1: Um, and uh, super exciting from Calabria, from the uh, area of Chiro. We have Giuseppe Ippolito um, from the from the winery Ducropio, and Ducropio we have on our list right now at. Lartuzzi and Um and you know when when I see, I, I really love uh, Rosenthal's Italian selection, but there's never been anything from rosenthal south of maybe palo bay and monte falco um and so when rosenthal picks up a wine from calabria it really makes me pay attention and you know i uh, I, I really i was like wow that's uh, that is something that really says something so um i certainly wanted to taste them as soon as they came in and the the wines are outstanding so giuseppe i'm really excited to have you on the show. <laughs>
3: Uh, Thank you, Joe. Ciao, New York. And and ciao, John. It's uh, my pleasure to stay here and speak uh, about uh, my region.
1: And now what brings you to New York? Are you just here to, to visit the market? Uh,
3: yes, I have a meeting uh, with uh, I- ICE in Italian um, Instituto di Cultura and uh, also I um, go around New York to try to uh, define the name of my company and my region. This is uh, one of the most uh, uh, ancient uh, regions of wine land in Italy, in the whole time before Rome, in
1: Greek people period. Yes. Um, and now, Blake, I want if you can let us know a little bit about how you guys picked up um, Ducropio. Uh, I, I read on the, uh, the Rosenthal site that you've tried to dip your toes in the, the south of Italy before, but have been really underwhelmed. Um, how did it come together? How did this, this come together that you, that you guys brought in Ducropio?
2: Well, like so many other um, relationships in the wine business, it's friend to friend. And um, our grower in Brunello, Luigi Anania and uh, Giuseppe were college classmates. Is that right? Yes, Uh, exactly. And so he always said, oh, I have this friend down in the south that's doing this great stuff. And finally he got Neil to go down there and... Um, he was overwhelmed.
1: So. Right. So Luigi's from the Latore estate. Right. right? Yeah. And did where did you guys go to college? Did you go to college in Tuscany, or was he in Calabria? Or no, to- in, in
3: Calabria, Calabria. But Luigi is uh, uh, living in, Tusc- in, Tusc- in Tuscany, but he's from Calabria. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, uh, we are a friend from uh, family, and my father and father is a very, very good friend. And you uh, have many uh, land, about only three in uh, in Calabria, also because in Calabria we have many different land in few kilometers from the beach to the mountains. So we have very special microclimb and very special products.
1: Yes, and you know, it's one of the areas that I've, I've, I've never been to. Uh, years ago, I. I, uh, one of our, our chefs at Del Anima went to Calabria and uh, I asked that he bring me back a bottle of Amaro and on the bottle of Amaro, there was a picture of snow-capped mountains and these kind of evergreen trees and a, a mountain man looking guy with, you know, overalls <laughs> and, and I was like, wow, I mean, I, I thought you went to the south of Italy and yes. it's like, no, no, Calabria is extraordinarily mountainous. Um, and parts of it. No, it's in uh, Calabria and the
3: rest of South Italy is true Italy, I think. We have many traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, I want to ask you what do you think about the, the origin of the name Italy?
1: Of Italy? Yes. Oh. Um, that means or the origin of the name of Italy. Do I know where the name came from? Uh, I mean, I, I actually, now that I think about it, I don't, I don't think I do know okay. where the name
3: came Okay, I from. explain you, it's so easy. Many Italian, many Italian people, they know the origin of uh, Italy. Italy, in the last uh, uh, time, in the very, very mm-hmm. old time, before the Roman Imperium, called only Calabria, because Italo, king of Italicus people, living in Calabria. And the king Italo won't give for the beautiful land Itala, Italia, and uh, which this name called only Calabria. Then, after Roman Imperium, when arrived after Greek, they spend the name Italy until French. Mm-hmm. O sea, all Italy call, uh, all until Piemonte and is part of the Friuli and call all this land Italy. But the original of Italy is
1: Calabria. I did not know that. Thank thank you for in- including that. Uh, wow, uh, Blake, can you just give us a little background as to what you look for when you guys are are working with a new producer? Um, what are how do you how do you kind of judge? I find that the way that I describe the wines that Rosenthal uh, works with is that there's some traditional characteristic, and the wines have to be very distinctive. But I don't know if you agree with that at all. So
2: well i think we we want the wine to tell the story of the place it's from and so that's basically what we look for we look for those those indigenous grapes mm-hmm. that are grown traditionally and reflect the uh the attitude of the area that they come from so now, giuseppe
1: yeah, if give us a little bit of an idea as to what's going on in you know in calabria now it's a And a region that uh, we don't, at least in New York, we don't see many wines from from Calabria. Uh, Librandi has certainly had a large presence here. Um, But outside of that, maybe one or two other, you know, not not a ton of producers from Calabria. Um, Are are there other people making wine like you? Is this really a separation from what's going on? Yes, I try to explain. It's a little bit difficult in English, but I
3: try. It's so funny. In Calabria we have all because you have many variety land mm-hmm. about the grapes for example in the wine uh, the viticulture start in calabria and then go to sicily and then with the roman emperor arrive until french and brought to calabria by the Greeks. exactly okay. we have a different uh, products but very special all in calabria for example you know what is the base from the all the from you sell in the world Bergamotto is called it's the same family of orange. They grow all in Calabria, ionic part in front of Greece. For example, is the last part of Italy. If I grow Bergamotto in my land, mm-hmm. Ciro is Calabria, come, grow, come up, but they don't have the same characteristic organoletic. You understand? So you have, very lucky because you have many, uh, also they don't call Calabria, call Calabria, Calabria, many land in the same region, different clam, different food. Each, uh, uh, each 10 kilometers, uh, 20 kilometers, we have different cheese, different meat, different fish, because we have two kind of sea, Ionian Sea in from Greece, mm-hmm. Tyrrhenian Sea in West part. For example, the same fish called, for example, Sardinia, is more better in the Ionian Sea in the frontries because the water is more cold. You have more salt, and the tasting of the meat is completely different. <laughs>
1: right. And your vineyards are facing the Ionian Sea. Yes, right? Ionian
3: Sea so and be, uh, that would be the eastern the, kind of coast. Exactly, yeah. Chiro also is one of the first DOC in South Italy, mm-hmm. 1969, and right, my father.
1: Your father wrote it, so what do you think is the? How successful do you think that the DOC has been in Chiro? I know in some regions it's been very successful, in some regions I feel like it's yeah. it hasn't helped to improve quality at all. Yes, I beg, I beg to tell, but it's so difficult to play. In Calabria we have
3: all, the Calabrian people they don't want to take all the sun. They don't communication oh. uh, our rich. Uh, eh uh, poverty of, of the land so this is a italian problem also no they need uh, more communication because we have many history mm-hmm. than the other regions but uh, it's so difficult to, to uh, give uh, information in uh, for example in the u usa the other regions are more organized we have more mm, better political men and this is as a problem from
1: south italy it, you know it's true it, it that, you know, seven and a half years I've been buying wine. I've only met two producers from Calabria, mm. you and Odoardi, and then a representative from Librandi has, has yeah. visited. And that's it from, from Calabria. But uh, from other regions, I've met tons of people. I've seen tons of people com- coming through.
3: Yes. Uh, Odoardi, for example, produce wine in the west part of Calabria. Mm-hmm. And Librandi is in my area. Is completely different wine in the same grape, uh, grape wine no, called Gaglioppo. If I grow Gallopo in the Ionian part and uh, in the Tyrrhenian part, is completely different. This is uh, the, our lucky in, uh, in Calabria. We have very big variety about wine, about food, about uh, every kind of uh, agriculture culture. Mm-hmm. As you
2: can see, Joe, I think uh, Luigi, or excuse me, Giuseppe's a one-man uh, sort of representative for Calabria and trying to, you know, promote the the area and, yes. and the the wine from that, that part of the world. It's yeah, I agree. Of,
1: you, need to, you need to come to New York more often and, and tell people more of the story. Uh, it's pretty, yeah, pretty impressive. And I, I, I really love, um, you brought along your pamphlet, your brochure, and I've never seen, I have to admit, I've never seen a brochure like this. It looks kind of like a menu out of a local Osteria. Um, that's all I, you know, with, with wine on it. And, and it has this this beautiful kind of handmade looking paper. And yes. it, tell us about your, your brochure. And normally I would never want to talk about a brochure on, on the show, but it's it's actually something that's yes. truly unique and He special. also
2: brought you a bag of food, too. Yes. I <laughs> he have, travels with food. I have
1: in my baggage, I have... A,
3: Many kind of food with me. In which part of the world we are going? I went to Tokyo uh, last November. I have a luggage with typical food around my area because it's a very va- big variety about mm-hmm. fish, uh, salami, soppressata, typical uh, uh, from Calabria. Because, uh, for example, for tradition history, we work all part of the porks because we have uh, Arabian influence. And uh, we, we have many, many traditions. And I like when in uh, winter time, especially now in February and uh, January, they kill the pork for make uh, salumi, prosciutto, mm. and uh, many kinds of uh, salumi, in, uh, and many um, uh, s- uh, pork uh, grow with the natural
1: uh, food. Castagna yeah. and ghianda. Well, I think I would like Calabria quite a bit because I know my girlfriend, Lisa, makes fun of me because I always want to eat pork. I, it's my favorite. I, I love pork. It's the most delicious meat, the most delicious food around. You know French paradox, John? What is this
3: French paradox?
1: Where you can drink wine okay. and eat cheese all night exactly and be healthy? Yes.
3: Yeah. Uh, many many study of university study in people, they smoking a lot. And eat many uh, meats. Mm-hmm. you Have a very very low cholesterol in uh, blood because they drink usually every day. Drink red wine, one glass each lunch, one glass each dinner. I have, for example, in my farm, I have the people who work. They have seventy five years old. They drink only red wine first in the morning, and drink and eat. Uh, Bluefish, alice Sardina, with many, many peperoncino and red wine Wow, is <laughs> the secret for live, for live maybe
1: one hundred years amazing so you, you, I can tell you're a big fan of red wine the guess the, uh, the only three wines that uh, that we have here in in New York. I'm not sure if you make other wines as well, but three red wines um, yes. we we love the dam Juva um, and you, uh, which is your Chiro rosso superiore. That- Chiro. Is, is the typical from
3: uh, uh, Chiro? You, you have three kinds of wine on okay. Chiro. Normal Chiro, Ciro Rosso Classico. Also, we have the Ciro Rosso Classico Superiore and the Chiro
1: Reserve. Is it Ciro Rosso Classico Superiore, Superiore. Reserva? Yes. Wow, that's a yes. <laughs> it's
3: a mouthful. Well, you know what, what is
1: the means of my label? This is like a, a quiz. I'm gonna guess that it <laughs> that it is a an old gnarly grapevine. It's very funny. This is is an
3: angiography for my father health. Examine angiography. No, like, that's his heart. Yes. It
1: is wow. Is a
3: similar similar of
1: grapevine. So he has grapevines in his heart. <laughs> Crazy. Now, Blake, how how have these wines been um Accepted, you know, you're going around and people think of, I think, the the Rosenthal portfolio for its really strong French wines in Italy. Um, obviously, you have Bay and some great Tuscan producers, uh, Le Bonchier being my, probably my, one of my favorite Chianti producers. But really, in Italy, you're so strong in, in the north uh, with great Barolo producers, great Alto Piemonte producers. How have these wines been uh, been accepted? I know uh, I, I drink, drank one recently at Marta, which is kind of the hot, one of the hottest restaurants in New York now. You know, have these wines been pretty easy to sell or a bit of a challenge?
2: Uh, a little of both, I think. Uh, I think once you get people to try them, and I, I think it, I learned a long time ago: if you know the man, you know the wine. And so, just listening to Giuseppe here, you can sort of figure out what's going on in the wine. They're very, they're very southern. They're warm in the nose. They they are very friendly. Um, they're very exuberant, and and I think that people can relate to that. And although we're known for sort of very classic northern cool weather wines, that this, the, the real exuberance of this area
1: comes out in the wines, and I think people can relate to that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're, they're just fun wines to drink, but that also have so much Depth and character and uniqueness to them, um, and just just walk us through quickly the difference between the the three wines, and uh, how special is it that that your reserva is uh, nine years old and yes. is being released now. The secret
3: for make wine is one. First, the wine is produced in the vineyards, not in the cellars. Is this the secret? We put many attention in the vineyards be until the harvest this is the secret to make good red wine also in South Italy we have the best condition for make uh, Mm -hmm. red wine Uh, for example in uh, when you have uh, the bad climb in North Italy many people from Piemonte from Toscana they come in the south to buy the the wine and uh, they put in uh, your cellar our wine in, in the bottle but I think for good red wine I my grand
1: Is that still happening? I yes. that's,
3: you know, that's something no. that's sp- No, oh. this is only, wow. all all depend the condition. South yeah. Italy, they have the best condition for make red wine.
1: Every year, you know, it's going to be good.
3: Also, in Italy you have fantastic wine in all parts from Trentino until uh, Sicily. Mm-hmm. But the South Italy you have the best pedo pedoclimatic condition for make red wine. Because when you see a vineyard, if you see many grapes, it's not good for make wine. The grape vineyard, they need to cry for uh, um, produce very good, high quality red wine. And in my area, we have during the year so few water and Mm -hmm. many wind. This is characteristic called terroir is a um, together condition for make very high quality red wine. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, when you have a good grapes, you do need to make nothing in the cellar. <laughs> Only the men uh, is make a very bad bad wine. But in uh, vineyards, we put many attention during all the year, especially when we decide to start the harvest. This is the secret for making uh, good
1: wine. Yes. And how do you how do you decide when to start your harvest? Yeah.
3: Uh, we check the uh, uh, kiko. I don't know in English. Uh, uh, f- uh, the, the, the grapes, the, berries, the yeah. grapes, uh, start in the uh, end of September mm. until uh, the first week of October. The best period for make uh, harvest in our area is in October because the grapes take all the sun. In summertime, and the, in uh, the first autumn period, so uh, good red wine need many many
1: sun and few few water. Mm-hmm. And the the lack of water, I'm sure the the a big amount of wind also naturally reduces the yield. So you have exactly. All, all, uh, and... all, also the good uh, land, like uh,
3: limestone, Calcareo, argilloso, mixol and uh, also they we we don't put artifi- uh, wa- uh, artificial water all mm-hmm. if uh, our guts give water uh, we are saved, but not make no uh, made uh, intensive production
1: is there anyone else in your area making wine like you at all? Is there anyone else are there other producers who are so dedicated to not messing with the winery with the wine in the in the winery too much, I know that you you produce according to organic methods, but you 're not certified, but it sounds like you're really trying to make a a product that expresses the land as much as possible, and you 're not using any kind of chemicals or funny business
3: all all depend on the philosophy no mm-hmm. the philosophy If you want to produce many many bottles is for uh, is not not good but because uh, We need, in agriculture, respect the time of nature. Mm You understand? We need to go slowly. You respect the the time of culture for make good wine. Many sellers, they want to uh, sell millions of bottles as as, uh, completely artificial. uh, uh, It's not true wine. Uh, because they put uh, many strong, uh, um, I don't know in English, protocollo di trasformazione yeah. uh, in uh, in cellar. They, the second
1: we need uh, we need to respect the time of uh, nature. I it, mean that's something that I've heard from so many wi- so many great winemakers or winemakers I admire that that time is such an important ingredient in wine. Yeah. Also,
3: you need to speak about uh, the polyphenols. the stay in the grapes. is very good. It's many concentrating especially in red wine. is very good for the health. The, the red wine mm-hmm. is good uh, uh, for diabetic, mm-hmm. for cancer. But they need to drink uh, uh, each day, but not many glasses. One glass each each lunch, each dinner. And you live
1: without problem. You never call the doctor. Yes. <laughs> what do you think of in New York that having a glass of lunch isn't always as possible? And I try to do two glasses at dinner, sometimes three. Yeah. That's uh, okay. okay. I tell one, but <laughs> it's
3: better too because <laughs> you consume
1: more, more wine. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, giuseppe i really appreciate it uh, I, I, thank you so much for for making it over to new york and uh, especially coming to uh to our radio show here i feel like this is uh where we're kind of on the the cutting edge here because i did i tried to find other interviews with you in in english and uh, i think this is uh you know maybe little, one of the little first. bit hard
3: for me but i try <laughs> no
1: you, you did you did great absolutely but how long have these wines been in new york for
3: Three years three, three Three times. In yeah, the, three, three
1: years. And uh, you've been to New
3: York three times? Yes, I like New York. <laughs> wow. It's one of my favorite city. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, you're for sure always welcome here. And I hope to visit you in Calabria soon. Because yes, when you want. I don't know. I really don't know uh, too many people who have been there. I feel like it's, it's certainly uncharted. It's a beautiful
2: place. You know, have to, you been? You've been there oh, yes, a couple times. Oh, my God. We spent uh, a whole day with Giuseppe uh, last year. Uh, april i guess it was or march yeah at the end of march it was really beautiful that down there It was great and he has some pictures and i'll email you some too so you can see
1: please do and we'll post those on our uh, on our, our in the drink twitter and uh we'll, we'll definitely share those with uh uh with our listeners um Thank you guys both so much I really appreciate it um, and to those of you are listening always look for the for Rosenthal on the on the back label I mean it's really thank never you. going to uh, to let you down for sure uh, what we, we have tons of Rosenthal wines at all of our restaurants and I drink them at home all the time as well so thanks Blake Great. thanks thank Giuseppe
3: you, thank you and uh, I hope you see you in uh, Calabria I, I hope so too <laughs> you you need to drink the the wine in my vineyard. I, that's twist my arm yeah that's not going to suck and also you need to work in the vineyards yeah,
1: Well, you, <laughs> how'd you do that when you go there very steep uh, vineyards very hilly it's I, I mean I'm, I'm sure it'll give me a whole another appreciation I, I just hope I can keep up <laughs> uh, all right thanks again thanks. for listening this has been in the drink on heritageradionetwork.org <laughs>